Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. My name is Jared. And I'm Edwina. And you're listening to our You're Watching This Again movie podcast. Today, Eddie, uh, uh-huh. we're doing Police Academy Mission to Moscow. Oh, my Let's God. Police nice Academy drug. 7. 7. Mission to Moscow. Mission to Moscow. This film was released in 1994. It stars George Gaines, Michael Winslow, David Graff, Leslie Easterbrook, George W. Bailey, Christopher Lee, Ron Perlman, Claire Fer- Floroni, and Charlie Schlatter. Eddie. Uh, warning, this is a full spoiler podcast. If you haven't seen the movie, please come Good back luck when to you, you have. <laughs> We're discussing our favourite movies. This is definitely not one of them <laughs> that mm. we have seen way too many times. I think even seeing this once is way too many times. And why we love them. Jared has picked this week's movie. And, yeah, it's this one is truly I see what you're doing. Pin that straight on me. Jared picked this movie. I have nothing to do with I it. I <laughs> will have nothing to do with this movie. I'm a stickler for finishing things. So we started with the Police Academy films, uh, one to six, Guess you better do all of them. Um, oh, God, Eddie, this is awful. This was just <laughs> awful, this film. Uh, oh, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, mean, I think you can barely even call this a movie. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know about you, Eddie, but when I first watched this, I thought it was garbage, and my opinion has not changed on that. It was it was awful then. It's awful now. Um can we just wrap this well, up? <laughs> you know what? This movie is so bad, and it, but it's not like a so bad it's good no, kind it's of a bad. Not, no. It's just bad. Like it's just it's embarrassing. You like feel some em- of these some of the scenes just left me scratching my head. Like I was like, what the hell was that? Mm. Then there were lots of those, weren't there? there yeah. Were, yeah. Um, the narrative also makes abs- absolutely no sense, and that's the least of its problems. <laughs> Uh, and my memory of I, I don't really have much memory of seeing this movie when it came out. Yeah, I have I remember a few scenes, but and it was like, and it was to the point where I'm like, maybe I haven't actually seen this one. <laughs> but then I was like, my dad really loved these movies, so I'm pretty sure he would have gotten mm. it at some stage, and we would have watched it. Yeah, uh, but I I could, I could hardly remember this movie. No, I think I just remember the sewer scene. Yeah, and that was about it. I think I remember, I remember the the scene at the end, the end credit scene, and we'll talk about that later. Oh, and um, Leslie Easterbrook in lingerie, I remember that one. <laughs> I definitely remember that one. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, look, let's just get a quick summary out the way, and let's just plow through this, Eddie. Here we go. Russian mafia boss Konstantin Konali is laundering money under the guise of a legitimate business. A highly addictive video game that allows him to bring down almost any security system controlled by a computer on which the game has been played with a string of major robberies as the result. Desperate to apprehend Konali, Russian Commandant Rakov sends help from America. Rakov decides to bring in someone he met at a police convention, Commandant Eric Lassard. Lassard briefs his team about the mission in Russia, and they head to Moscow. Along with Lassard in Moscow are Jones, Tackleberry, Callahan, new cadet Carl Connors, and Captain Harris. As they plan to capture Canali, 
he has devised a new scheme to create an even more addictive version of the game which can bring down any computer security system in the world including the systems that protect the databases which belong to the world powers. The gang eventually track down Canali and with the help of Lassard's sword fighting skills arrest him. The film ends with a kiss between Lassard and Commandant Rakoff. And that's, the end. and that's where it should have actually ended. But and that's it didn't. where it should have ended. But no, we've got to have a horse riding there's scene. There's this weird horse riding scene at the end that does some blackface. On the stunt double for uh, Jones, yeah. Yeah, and they're doing that sort of Russian. What do you, I don't even know what you call that. It's like the stunt horse stuff where they like. Jump the off horse, the horse yeah, while, so while where it's the running. Horse, well, where the horses are galloping and they're doing all these acrobatics on the horses. Yeah. It, clearly not the actors. It's And it's very clearly not the actors and it's completely pointless and you didn't need it in the movie. Didn't need it. At no. all. Oh. At all. Yeah. Um, so the last movie wasn't great. No. But it had a few good things going for it, it. Yeah, and it was at least enjoyable. Yes, and it was actually entertaining. Yeah. Um, I got prepared for the, doing this podcast extremely quickly because I was terrified that I was going to have to rewatch this movie, which we've had to do a couple of times. Look, I, sometimes I do rewatch it because, you know, you miss things and I, I don't have a problem with that. But this one, I really did not want to rewatch it. I was – no, I – I lost 122 minutes of my life already <laughs> watching this. Yeah, I'm not spending any more time on it. Even this podcast, I'm questioning <laughs> <laughs> the means, uh, the, the reasons of doing this. Uh, it's just, uh, I, I actually kind of felt violated after um, watching this. Like I just, I just felt dirty. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know what? I. It's almost like they forgot how to write jokes. Uh, and they just reverted to this gross-out comedy, like this gross-out humour. Yeah. Uh, and and getting hit in the nuts. Like, I swear that's all they do. Like, that that was the joke. Like, they, they made the same hit, getting hit in the nuts joke. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, it's they make that same joke over and over and over mm. again. And, and that's also the problem. Absolutely none of the jokes are funny. They don't even lean into, you know, the stereotypical jokes that they've been doing for every movie so far. Yeah. Uh, you know, all of a sudden, Tackleberry's gun's going off in his holster as if that would happen to well, Tackleberry. I, I have an answer for that and I, I suspect this film might have suffered from a post-production correction. Oh, really? I've, I really feel like a lot of these things were put in after the film was shot. Oh, yeah. Because that gunshot was not there. Like, Tackleberry doesn't react at all to a gunshot going off. When he puts his gun in his holster, he doesn't react. So I'm, mm. I'm, I'm certain that gunshot was put in after. Yeah, there was there was some weird stuff going on with the sound. Because yeah, there, the, there were actual cartoon noises. Yes. Like, what do you call You know when they do that running on the spot? Oh, yeah, the Scooby-Doo that, running. That Scooby-Doo yeah. running on the spot. That's in there. Yeah. Um, I think Ron Perlman at one stage actually growls like it does, like a lion, like a lion's growl comes out of his mouth. <laughs> well, then there was a fart in there as well, which seemed like that was put in uh, post production. The sounds of those three Russian soldiers as well. <laughs> I don't know. They turned them into the Three Stooges or something. Yeah, it was really, really it weird. It almost seemed insulting because I, I just think they probably weren't thought they are going to be portrayed like that. And they probably watched the film and gone, 
because I think they're professional acrobats. Oh yeah, so there's so there's no pranks. No pranks, this. no. Uh there's hardly any stunts. No stunts. Yep. Um unless you classify the the acrobats. Yeah. So I think they got real Russian acrobats. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of the few things that's actually good in this movie. I'd, yeah, I'd say, yeah, yeah. Uh, to do all of these so-called st- stunts, but they're actually just doing their acrobats. <laughs> they're acrobatic. Yeah, yeah. At, yeah, anyway. Or was it a scene where they open a door and they're, they're bouncing in the room, like yeah, painting the room? Yeah, that made no sense. What? Like, like, like I was sitting there going, what is that? <laughs> like, what Why is are they the doing that? Of, like, it was always like this weird avant like. But they, were, they looked like they were meant to be painting the room. But they were just like bouncing on spring bouncing boards on, and just yeah. doing weird shit. And there were some jokes that just kept on going on and on. The bloody Lassard not in his room yes. joke. Yeah. And the guy ca- calling out in Russian, not even hiding his accent. <laughs> yeah. I meet you later. Yeah. You know, clearly not him. Uh, and they did that joke so many times, again and, and again. And it was just, it wasn't funny the first time. It wasn't funny the second time. And it, it just kept on going on and on. And, ah, horrible. Yeah. And uh, another honorable bad joke. We've got a few of them, I think. The, the egg, egg ping pong joke. Uh, and it just went on and on. Yeah. Like, um, what? The other, the other thing is, is they. They don't even use jo- – like Jonesy is normally like the best part of these movies and they hardly use him. It, it's almost like they forgot what the characters actually do. Yeah. And so like Tackleberry firing his gun off. Like the guy was an absolute gun nut. It would, right? he, that would just never happen to him. I want to illustrate of how much of a gun nut he was. In the first film, and I think I mentioned this when yeah. – uh, I can't remember the character's name, the the fat guy. He's got the pump-action shot, pump action shot uh, gun yeah, yeah. and he's firing it off in different directions and he waves it over the crowd and everyone in the crowd ducks yeah. except for Tackleberry because yeah. the guy hadn't cocked it. Yeah. And that's that really just showed in that scene that how much he knows guns and wasn't worried. Yeah. Uh, and then now he's firing his gun, discharging his gun accidentally like that. Into his like, holster. Just could Completely. The guy who also like like there's a there's a scene in is it the second movie where he's like removing like he removes all the guns on his body yeah and there's like this huge pile of guns <laughs> oh when they're about to have sex yes. and they're taking all the guns <laughs> they're out. taking all their guns <laughs> yeah. off and that the joke is that there's this massive part that, like that guy is not accidentally firing his gun off in his holster yeah yeah uh, but yeah but. As I said, they don't use Jonesy. There's like like one scene and the whole the way that the jokes work with Jonesy is that people don't know that Jonesy's making the noise. And in this he does like the the chalk noise under the board and they know like straight away it's yeah. him. Yeah. And he throws the chalk dust <laughs> at him like straight away. He, yeah. Like it's there's no you know, where he thinks it's him and, you know, mm. sort of getting embarrassed well, by it and Well, I suppose it's it's not too bad, I but guess. That's it's a little the joke. That's yeah. how the joke works. Um, and then the other thing that he does, he makes like a martini, like the guy orders a martini, and he makes it in his mouth, <laughs> and then spits it into a, to a glass, and it's disgusting. Yeah, it's not funny. It's not funny. Yeah, it's I was just gross. like, that's just really gross. Mm. I don't want to see that. <laughs> See, something that might have happened uh, with that, because Hightower was actually meant to be in this film. Oh, yeah. 
and he declined because he because uh, uh, Maria Ramsey, the girl who plays Hooks, also yeah. wanted to be in the film and was upset. And so he contacted the producers, said, "Can you get her in the film?" They said no. So then he refused to be in it. Uh, also. Similar to the the first film when he yes, stood up for her yeah, when yeah. Uh, the guy used a racial slur on her, um, so he refused to do the do the film. But the scenes that he was in were actually redone with different characters. So uh, there was a scene where Takabori checks on Lasard in the hotel room and sticks mm. his head through the wall. That was yeah. meant to be tack- uh, that was meant to be um, Hightower. Uh, Callahan walking around with a plank of wood and knocking one everyone over. Uh, if you remember, remember that scene? When I they don't were the, really remember that. <laughs> that was him. Uh, the Swan Lake episode, the uh, <sighs> uh, <laughs> sequence that just went on forever. Uh, uh, he was meant to be in the tutu. <laughs> oh, I don't think that would have worked. <laughs> I don't know if that would have worked. Um, Actually, and, that entire joke doesn't work at all. Yeah. It didn't work. <laughs> uh, Jonesy opening the safe. Now, just making clicking sounds yeah, at a safe yeah. makes it open. So I yep. think in the original script, he was just meant to shove his fist through it and open it. Yeah. So instead, Jonesy just goes up and communicates, I think, with the safe to make it open, alluding to your uh, theory that Jonesy has superhuman powers, yeah, I think. Yeah, But that was just – you're looking at that – that, why is that funny? That's, no, that's but, no, I looked at that scene and went, why? How? What? How? Why? What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and the other thing that happens again, an out of character thing that happens is Callahan gets kidnapped, and I'm like, no, nah, mm, that yeah. just would never happen. Like, no, yeah, by like, like she's not the damsel in distress. She's not. Yeah, she is not the damsel in distress. Exactly, exactly. that yeah. is not her character. She is like the one that you might attempt to kidnap, and she beats the fucking crap out of you. Yeah, that's Callahan. That's yeah. Callahan. Yeah. She kidnaps you. <laughs> <laughs> you go to kidnap her and she takes you, she holds you hostage. It's, yeah, that's Callahan. Hmm. Uh, and yeah, it just doesn't work. Um, another thing is we get uh, the new generic lead. Oh, um, yes, yes. Uh, who is actually a cadet and is at the police academy. I think this is the first time we've seen the police. Police Academy. Fight. Yes and no. They reused the outside footage from Police Academy Five. Oh, okay. So yeah, we although they they're in the Police Academy, they they don't use well, the set for, anymore. For a movie that's called Police Academy, yeah. the Police Academy is actually hardly in any of the movies. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Except last the last three that's virtually not in there at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so the story with him is that. He has like he's getting kicked out for having vertigo, but that's not what vertigo is. <laughs> like it's just that he's scared of heights. Yeah. Um, vertigo is actually like a, an actual illness. Yeah. <laughs> that people suffer from mm-hmm. uh, and can be extremely debilitating, but it's not permanent. No. Yeah. Or well, in some cases it can be, but generally it's not a permanent thing. It's yeah. So he's meant to be scared of heights. But then in the first scene that you see him, he's like jumping up on a table and then like backflipping off it. And I'm like, someone who is scared of heights wouldn't like, that's a maneuver you have to practice. Like that's not something. Are you saying he didn't do those moves, Eddie? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm saying Hmm, that. Conspiracy theory here. If you're scared of heights, that's not something you're going to be doing is climbing up onto a high thing and flipping off it. Hmm. 
uh, yeah, it made no sense. And then he was getting kicked out because of that. And then he he does that thing on the co- he hacks into the computer, hacks the computer and changes his one of the other cadets' name to his name because uh, we're back in. I think it was in the day when computers could do. Anything. Yeah, well, we'll get back to that. Yeah. I want to talk about computers in a sec. Uh, but yeah, Charlie Schletter. So I remember him in the movie, Eddie. Do you remember him in the movie? I do remember him in a movie. The Delinquents. The Delinquents. Carly Minogue, Kylie. Al Carly Minogue's theatrical debut film uh, when she runs off with a man and then gets sent to a boarding school for girls, for slutty girls. <laughs> um, I remember that film. Oh, I remember it too. And I remember going to... Warner Brothers Movie World and doing the backlot tour and then showing us, pointing out the mound of where the classic Aussie film Delinquents was filmed with uh, Kylie Minogue where she kissed a guy on some mound near a pond or something like that. I don't know. Okay. And everyone's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so his character was uh, there to replace... Nick Lassard, who was there to replace Kerry Mahoney. Now, when I first saw the poster for this film, um, I actually thought it was Nick. Oh, uh, yeah. And if you look they're, at it, they're very they similar. look very they're similar. They're very, very yeah. similar I looking. thought it was him. So I was a little surprised to realise that, oh, he's not, not even he's in the film. The replacement guy you got from the last movie doesn't want to do this movie. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. But what we should talk about is the fact that there are some Actually, high caliber actors in this, like uh, Christopher yes. Lee. Christopher Lee. This was a this was a favor. This film. <laughs> uh, Ron Perlman and Ron Perlman. Yeah. And Claire Fontaine, Fontaine, Fontina. Fon- yeah, Fontaine. yeah. So at the Mall time, rats, yeah, yeah. So at the time, she was an it girl. Like she was in Mall Rats. I think uh, just before. Oh, well, just before Mall Rats. I think this but, is ninety four. So I think yeah. it came out like ninety six, ninety seven. So I it was before that. I think this is just before More Rats. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, she, but she was kind of an it girl. That's what I mean. Um, there was something else that she was in. Um, I think some Brad Pitt movie as well. Legends remember. of the Fall. Or yeah, oh, I can't. I can't one remember of one, one of those. I think. Yeah. Oh, Meet Joe Black, maybe. Is oh, it? Ooh, that came out a lot later, didn't it? Uh, I, I did see one there. I can't remember. But yeah. speaking of Ron Perlman, uh, mm-hmm. I got a quote from him. Mm-hmm. Considering his work in this movie a public service by shutting down the police academy movies, Pillman said, "I'm not going to apologise. I did that piece of shit." <laughs> <laughs> and I can hear that in his voice. Yeah. I just take a walk outside. What is it? And it paid for his new house or something? No, no. Oh no. Because uh, speaking of uh, high caliber actors in a really really shitty film, uh, another quote from Michael Caine, an acclaimed actor who starred in the absolute piece of shit film Jaws The Revenge which I would actually recommend watching it's so good it's It's bad it's so good it's bad it is actually enjoyable and so his quote is that he never saw the film but he's seen the house that he bought the money with (laughs) oh shit yes and I'm not sure how much Christopher Lee got for this probably not enough Um, but speaking of money the budget for this film Eddie $6,200,000. Six million two hundred thousand oh, dollars. No fucking way. Yeah. And where the, did they spend that? Well, probably I don't know, transferring everyone over and advertising. I guess. I like, and t- in all honesty, like you t- when you told me that it was actually filmed in Moscow or like filmed in Russia. Oh yeah, two months they spent filming there. Yeah. I, I was shocked. 
Yeah. Because a lot of it, you, you didn't need to. Film well, the outside much. shots definitely were. were like, that actually didn't look too bad. Like a red square there and, and a St. Peter's in the background. But uh, yeah. And, uh, but the film only grossed 126000 of the $6 million as well. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, wow. that, that, is a, that, that is a huge that's, loss. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Did it, did it even go to the cinemas? Well, that's that's a funny thing. It was released. It was originally intended to be a direct-to-video release. And I actually remember being overseas at the time. And I think I was like in Brighton somewhere in England and seeing a poster for it and going, oh, wow, Police Academy film. It's been like five years since the last one. And we didn't have time to watch it then, so I thought, oh, I'll watch it in the cinemas when I get back. And by the time I got back to Australia, it was already out on video. I'm like, ooh, okay. Yeah. That can't be good. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. All right. Yes. So back right. in 1994. So yeah, back to, back to you mentioned about computers before. So in the 90s and 80s, p- Computers are around, but people didn't really know what they did or how they could be used. Yeah. But they seemed so futuristic that they could do anything. The main thing that they thought that they did was control the stock market. Yes, and 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 fire off missiles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, if you've ever seen the movie, what's it called? Electric Dreams. Yeah. Uh-huh. And in that, so that's set in the eighties. One of those movies where probably the song for the movie is probably more. Remembered. We'll always be together. <laughs> Together in electric dreams. Um, and that computer could do everything. It could, well, it could make you coffee in the morning. It could make you breakfast. It played music. It, um, it controlled all the locks on your doors. Hmm. <laughs> like it woke you up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Okay, kind of, kind of what Alexa can do. <laughs> yeah. It was getting there. It's only 30 years behind, but yeah, you got yeah. the idea. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, but and that movie, the, the computer actually comes alive and it's like, yeah, it falls in love with the neighbour. Mm-hmm. Becomes sentient. Yeah, comes sentient. And that's pretty, I, I really, I haven't seen it for a long time. I just remember it's a computer that can do everything and it comes alive. Mm. Yeah. So in this film, we have the game. Yeah. So, and really... From the opening shot of this film, I really felt like something was off. So with all the other films, when they started off, you had the city skyline and that. And this one, you open up with this text sliding across the screen. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, and it normally starts off, uh, it's it's a skit at the start where it's normally a night scene. It's normally someone sneaking around somewhere. Yeah, exactly. It's sort but, of some sort of crime going on. Mm-hmm. But this one starts with um, a... News a news anchor news anchor and one of them's playing a, a game, boy game boy with, with no that, cartridge with no in it. No cartridge. Yeah, that's like the first thing we both notice is there's yeah. no cartridge in no that cartridge game. in the Game Boy, and he's like ha- and, absolutely loving this game. And also, who the hell plays a video game while they're working on <laughs> live on live TV? On TV? <laughs> and 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 again, another signal that oh something is seriously wrong here. And again, this scene goes on forever. It's not funny. And she tries to take the game off while he's playing it. So the, the whole premise of this movie is people are getting addicted to video games. But it never really goes goes back to that, does it? It mentions it and shows it at the start, but it doesn't really show... Apart from maybe another character play, Christopher Lee was playing it. Yeah. But it never really shows like the the impact of this game. Yeah. It's constantly mentioned. And when they show the actual video game, it's like on a PC, full color. Yeah. And somehow 
this game was going to take over the world. A portable game, by the way. Mm. It wasn't a game on a PC. So how the hell was a portable game going to hack yeah. into other systems with no connection to them whatsoever? Yeah. I, and that is just well, never I, explained. I thought, it, I thought it was another like a version of the game that you could play on the computer. Well, he never they never showed that. He said he was making a new version, but it just seemed like, seemed like it was just part two of the game in the game. Okay. I don't know. It didn't make any sense. It does, yeah. Uh, like a lot of things in this yeah, game. Yeah, but computers, you know, they do everything. Even portable games can hack into government systems and bring them down and control the stock market. An absolute ridiculous premise. <laughs> yes. And then the password... Okay, so the password. They're trying to hack into his thing. What is let's it? try his first name. <laughs> yeah. They have like. Hang on, let's try his second well, name. Well, the good thing is, is that they got it in three goes. Just we only get three goes. That's right. So they tried his first but name. They, but th- damn that, it, that was the other thing. They didn't even have. Like, I don't even think that kind of. You've got three tries and then you're locked out. Even existed then. And making this ma- making this ugly noise <laughs> when you get it wrong as well. <laughs> But nothing else. But it doesn't lock you out or anything. So his first name didn't work. His second name didn't work. Huh, what else could it be? What about that chain he hangs around his neck? That says, <laughs> says greed. greed. Surely you don't carry around your password around your neck. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, so, so there's some magical key. Yeah, that was the key they needed to yes. get to, to hack the game. Yeah. Or hack into the... Yeah, which they were using Donkey Kong... Music over a yeah, obviously coloured PC game of a bear punching people. Yeah, it was made by people who just completely don't understand video games or computers or how they work. So yeah, that's got to work. Yeah, at least when the next time Christopher Lee was playing it, they did bother to put a game cartridge in. Yes, (laughs) yes. Uh, Another thing missing is that Harris didn't have his snivelling sidekick. Proctor was missing. Yes. Uh, he, I kind of missed him. He I did. He, I think you needed. He needed to be like Harris needs his snivelling sidekick. Yeah, he needs his Smithers. He needs his guy there to to rebound off with their practical jokes and uh, and yeah. shenanigans. And and they decide to make Harris a the surveillance guy, which he's never been before. You yeah. Know? And, uh, and and even in the but the thing is, when they're in the police station, his his. Um, spying on them and doing this surveillance, and they find him pretty quickly. Yeah, in a really dumb way as well, pulling yeah. him through the wall. Yeah, and they trip over the wire, like the wire. He's just left wires all over. The and wh- why was he even spying? Like he seems like why wouldn't he be a part of it anyway? Oh, I think he was just testing out the equipment. Oh, okay, yeah. Because then, uh, Lassard is like, "Oh, Harris is our." You know, new surveillance, uh, head surveillance. Head of surveillance, yeah. yeah. New job. Just rewrite his character. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. And that that scene in the sewer, he gets pissed on. He gets... Was it goulash? No, yeah. no. What's that? Uh, well, bra- what do you borsch. call it? Borsch. Yeah. I don't even know if it was borsch, but um, it was like tomatoes and chickpeas. <laughs> That's all it looks like. But thing I kept... Um, Lassard kept smelling it and being like, "Oh, this is off," and just tipped it out in the sink yeah, in front of yeah. all the people. Oh, let's let's talk about Lassard in this. Oh, okay. So Lassard was pretty much written out of the whole film. <laughs> well, not that right, that whole film, but the whole story. He had this whole side plot 
of him getting in the wrong car and spending pretty much most of the film yeah. with this random family. Russian family where they take him out to dinner and play egg pong. Yeah. Um, and that, again... And he's at that a funeral. Joke, thought, no, he's at a funeral. He like, starts at a funeral. He starts right. at a funeral. That, that's the whole thing. He goes to this funeral uh, and then, like, the family's, like, starts... I don't know. They just kind of accept him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did like that joke when I... I could do remember that joke when I first watched the film years ago and I thought that was kind of funny and maybe I got a little huh, from this time but, again, it just went on and on and just didn't stop and just kept going around and oh, oh, and you just and then the egg pong and I, <laughs> sorry, so my it, head's hurting it, it i'm wiping my head it lost me at the egg pong like I, I was i was fine with it until they started playing the egg pong yeah it was obviously them spitting the egg out and then them reversing the yeah, footage yeah you get to, it was so cheaply done yeah yeah uh, all right let's never ever mention the egg pong again all right <laughs> From this point on. Uh, um, other things to mention, it was the first American comedy movie to be filmed in Russia. I mean, the Russian scenes like with the backdrop looked, did look interesting. I did find that kind of cool that they actually filmed this in Russia and it did seem like it was a, a bit of a challenge logistically to film in Russia. Apparently there was a actual coup attempted coup on Boris Yeltsin while they were filming that they had to lock down at one stage. Mm. So, yeah, there were it was challenging. Um, so I'll give him credit for that, for trying. Um, and I think I think the director, like, washed his hands of the film. Like, I think when he saw the final product and, as I said, the post-production sort of edits that they did to it and just made it a completely goofball and incoherent film um, it's just such a shame really I don't know what it would have been had they not done that stuff would have saved it I don't think so the story is still just ridiculous um, again all the little ADR noises a little <laughs> and voiceovers like there were scenes where Harris is talking in the sewer and his lips are clearly not moving yeah like weird things like that and it's like wh- why? why why would you do there, that there was a lot of why 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 so, I can't. I can't just do. We can't just come in here and just poo poo all over this movie. Yeah. Can you name? Like, can we just think about say one? Something to positive? say something positive. Some right. one positive thing. Uh, what was a, something good in this movie? Something good to take away from this yeah. film. All yeah. right. Um, well, what could I, I could, like? I was saying before the the Russian backdrop scenes looked like they were done quite well, and I thought they really did. Take advantage of the of the location they were at, and then almost Russia was its own, or Mus- Moscow, I should say, was its own little character in some way, but in the background. So, like New York in in um, the Vampire's Kiss film, you know, almost a character in the background. And I thought when they used it well, it looked it looked good. Um, and I won't go past uh, Leslie Easterbrook in uh, in lingerie. Hello, cutie pie. Uh, so what about you, Eddie? What What's something positive you can take from the, away from this film? Uh, Callahan has, has a really... Well, that actress, Leslie Easterbrook, has a really lovely voice. And she got to show it off, yeah. yeah and she got to show it off and then it got ruined because she... Uh, were they on a boat or something? Well, they were on a boat and like I think a boat went past and caused some waves and knocked her off the and then piano. She went, and but then she but went no vag- one else moved. Yeah, and she went vagina first into the... Yeah. the <laughs> 
the piano, the piano, the pianist, the pianist, <laughs> the piano Vagina player. Vagina first into the pianist. Yes. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. Um, another terrible joke. Another terrible joke. Add yeah. that to the list, huh? Yeah. So there's the Brook. Yeah. Look, she. It was uh, having a smaller cast felt it did uh, it did allow some of the characters a, a bit more screen time, but it was just squandered in the end, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, oh, the awful ballet scene as well. And that again just went on for way too long. Yeah, Harris could, Harris couldn't get into the ballet to arrest the guy, so he decided to sneak in in the back and dress as a yeah, ballet dancer. Yeah, but then it doesn't understand then, what. But I don't understand why Tackleberry was all dressed up as well. Because he had to try and get him off and try and hide in disguise as the black swan guy or something. Okay. During yeah no uh, it's I, I, don't, it's I just, don't know I I thought I'd missed a scene. No, did maybe I, did I miss a scene? I don't uh, think I, so. I, I, I was honestly sitting there going, what? What what just happened? Why is he on stack? Well, like I was like, what's going on? <laughs> like, like did I like fall asleep for three seconds, like with my eyes open and something like I was I was sitting like it mm. had me baffled because I was like, that makes oh, how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, wasn't funny. Went for way too long. I think that just sums up this film. Yeah, but. But man, but a man in a tutu always funny. Apparently, mm. and got time to put his man makeup in tutus. on. Yeah, and he had would have been funnier as tech, as Hightower in that tutu. No. No. Mm. no. To all be right. honest, it wasn't funny at all. It wasn't funny at all. Yeah. yeah, as I said, not funny. Went too long. Yeah, like this podcast is. I think at the moment. Uh, <laughs> let, do you want to get in the question time, Eddie? Yes, I think. Let's, yeah. Ask you a bunch of questions, and I want to have them answered immediately. All right, Eddie, uh, I'm the questionnaire tonight. Yes, you are the questionnaire. All right, let's not f this up. Um, which character was your favourite, Eddie? Well, I'm just going to go with Callahan because she probably is the only one that gets something to actually do in this. Yeah, I did like Claire Florani's. Yeah, again, character. She's, she again, has a generic love interest. She is generic love interest number. Seven, mm. whatever. I think I got the hots for her too. <laughs> she looks pretty hot with glasses. <laughs> uh, oh, next question, Eddie. Favorite scene? Mm. All right, I'll answer this first. Uh, hang on, I'll go with um, probably just the maybe the scene when they're in the circus. The circus. That's what I said. With this. the guys on the acrobats. Yeah, but again, they they make a stupid nuts like. The guy slips and yeah, whacks his nuts on the pole. Thing. And the belly scene actually wasn't too bad until the Harris yeah. crashed it. Like it was actually done really well. It was like, yeah. oh, professional ballet. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I like ballet. You know, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next question, Eddie. Favorite prank? Don't have there one. Were, I, I there didn't weren't have one. any pranks. No. Again, forgetting its identity, it was all about the pranks and stuff. But uh, none of that in this film, unfortunately. I. I was the same. I was like, maybe when they pulled Harris through the wall, yeah, but again, but it wasn't, wasn't really, really a prank. prank that was set up. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's probably the closest thing you could say. So, all right, we'll say the Harris being pulled through the wall is the best prank. Yeah, only right. prank. <laughs> so, with the pranks, it doesn't work because that con- like the character of Connor, actually sucks up to Harris. 
He doesn't really have anything against him. Yeah, yeah. There's he, no well. There's there's always a conflict between the main character and Harris to set up the pranks where yeah. he will he will uh, yeah punish him for insubordination and then he'll glue something to something. Yeah, and, yeah. And that's usually how it goes. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, the Connor guy kind of like like they he kind of sucks up to him a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. And to the point, but to the point where Harris is kind of a bit taken aback. Like he, he's like. I'm I'm keeping my eye on you, and the guy like pretty much leaves him. <laughs> like he leaves him yeah. alone. Yeah, so it's that dynamic. But also the, the, the introducing the new characters that they seem to do every sort of movie, and then having to build that character basically start from scratch on that character. So there was really nothing to do with that character. He was a young go lucky guy who wants to get the girl. But that was yeah. it. No pranks. Nothing. He wasn't out to humiliate his superiors. No, yeah. He respected yeah. his superiors. Yes. Yeah, I think that's the thing. He had a bit of respect for mm. both, the, like, all of them. Yeah. Like, Lasada and and, Har- and and Harris. He was, yeah, quite respectful to him, which is very, very weird in a police academy movie. <laughs> respect. anyone is respectful to Harris. Yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, next question, Eddie. Best stunt. Again, Again pro- no stunts. The, the well, circus I went. I'll just, I went with the circus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you could put the one at the end, but I'm not actually going to even count the, the stuff on the horses because it's just pointless. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. literally, they literally put that in the movie because they were in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it seemed like all the actors were like behind a white screen when they did it. Like, yeah. Oh, I want, no, I'm not going to go into it. <laughs> Okay, Eddie, uh, who gets the wooden spoon? I give the wooden spoon to the high-caliber actors that were convinced to do this movie. Right, okay. Yeah. I just gave it to the movie. (laughs) 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 Fucking sucks. All right. Uh, Who gets the Oscar, Eddie? Uh, I'm going to say absolutely no one gets the Oscar for this. They get a Razzie. They all get a Razzie. The whole movie gets a Razzie. I gave the Oscar to Moscow. <laughs> she did her job. Yeah, and and Mother to, Moscow. To be to be fair, the acting in this isn't actually that bad. No, they're just but it's 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 the writing. It's the but it's all sort of um, completely undone with the stupid noises and whips and, yeah. and squeaky noises. So and, all the stuff that the actors have absolutely no control yeah, over. Yeah, it's all completely undone. So look, the actors did the best that they could do with the pile of shit of a script mm. uh, and the editing that they were given. So yeah, look, they 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 did their job, but. They got no control over that. So, and I actually was watching a bit of behind the scenes footage, and um, Lisa Eastbrook, she seemed so you know enthusiastic about the film and and talking to some of the locals and some of the kids had seen it. She's oh they're so happy to to see us here and stuff like that, and you know, and, and watching them all like having a bit of fun. You're like oh god, such a, such a waste. Yeah. Okay, Eddie. Final question: What do you rate this movie out of ten using something from the movie? Uh, I give it one out of ten gross mouth-made martinis. Ooh, yeah. I gave it zero pieces of shit because this movie is a piece of shit. <laughs> a little bit harsh. <laughs> yeah. I I couldn't give it a one. It doesn't deserve a one. Zero on, on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, that's two or something on IMDb. 
and I think that's that's given it. Uh, it's been lenient. Uh, now this was this was uh, this is a real. I, I know we started with the Police Academy movies originally, so we I said we'll do them all, but um, I'm just glad this one's over. With. And I was kind of dreading this one. I was like, I know this one is bad, and it's as bad as I thought, and possibly even worse. So that is it for the Police Academy films. I know there are murmurs of making another one, and you know what? Just don't. I think. I th- uh, I think they're gonna do it. Like I did see they were doing it with. Um, <clears throat> oh, don't say Jordan Peele. Yeah. No, that was years ago. That's uh, been scrapped. Oh, it's been yeah. Scrapped. No, it, there's been murmurs and talks. Uh, I've seen. Um, Michael Windsor and several interviews saying, "Oh, I think they're going to make one." And he, he's pretty enthusiastic. I think even Stephen Gutenberg uh, showed some interest in a possible remake. But of of late, Eddie of twenty twenty two, we've seen these sequels come out of films way part way long after they've been made. And mm. I'm thinking like Matrix, and I'm thinking like Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. I, I don't want to keep ripping on Keanu. <laughs> um, Dumb and Dumber. Two or whatever it was called, like just these sequels that come out far too long after the film, and it's 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 done. We've got Indiana Jones coming out soon. I, another I, one. Another one. You know, just just yeah, just let it go. I think I, 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 this film doesn't fit today. You know, this type of movie. I don't know. Well, they don't make movies like this. They anymore. don't make them like this anymore. Maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. It just doesn't. You know. Well, to be fair, they don't really make comedies anymore. Yeah. I mean, we've spoken about this before. The Jordan Peele one did pique my interest a little bit of what he could do. Uh, yeah, but uh, again, it's gone through lots of stuff. And then, I don't know, one day I might just decide to make it. Who knows? It'll just come out maybe straight to Netflix or something they'll do, you know. Yeah. It would be nice reunion of seeing all the actors together. If they could sort of do that, I would not mind yeah. seeing that. You know, get all the cast, you know, Bobcat Goldthwait, although – he doesn't do that character anymore, so oh, okay. yeah. Um, so I'm not sure what would happen with, with that, but you know the the ones who are still with us, you know, it might be the last chance to sort of re- reunite some of the cast. Fortunately, some of them have passed on, um, so yeah. But otherwise, I think just let it go. Yeah. 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 I w- I wouldn't lose any sleep if they decided not to make another Police Academy movie. Yeah. I think it's uh, it's well past its use by date. Oh yeah. Um, now. Now, Eddie, what? <laughs> Moving forward. I hate it when people say that. <laughs> I really do. Let's just come back around. <laughs> that's patronising. Moving forward, don't fuck up next time. <laughs> I always That's what I always feel like when people say that. Moving forward. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, I've, Eddie, got, sorry. I've got. What have you got there, Eddie? What's that? I've got a list of movies. That we can do that. I've chopped up and I've put in a cup. It's a popcorn cup. (laughs) You sacrificed a popcorn cup for this podcast, Eddie. How dare you? Well, I can always move it into something else. It's a SeaWorld one, too. Oh, it is, too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now. What are we going to do with that? Well, I figure we pick the next movie we're going to do. Okay, so is this with our movie podcast? This is what we're going to do. After every movie podcast, we're going to pick a movie out of a hat of films that we've watched and loved and would like to review. And let's just say some of these are not super high caliber. Some of them are. Maybe some are a bit snooty, some are a bit lowbrow, some are somewhere in the middle. 
Some are some blockbusters. Of them, some of them are just movies we like to put on when when you're hungover or if you're sick. Yes. Um, like they're they're comfort movies. They're not really a, you. Your brain doesn't want to hurt when you watch them. No movies. <laughs> no hurt brain. <laughs> no hurt brain. Brain, brain hurt bad. <laughs> <laughs> brain needs needs something comforting and familiar. Yep. All right, so uh, am I going to pick it out or? I reckon, yeah, you do the honours. Oh, Eddie. Hang on, got to do that. Shake yep. it up, shake, shake it, up. it up. Shake it up. Oh, one fell out. Oh, oh is that it? Out. No, 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 no. That's, is that it? No. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right, I've got it in my hand. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. And this is, you got to do it. Oh, which one is it? Drum roll. And we've got... X-Men 1 and 2 plus Days of Future Past. Okay, so that's, so that's three movies. <laughs> three movies. Oh, a three-peat straight away. Oh, so we yeah. did put some sequels together that if we did start up, did mention a movie that was a was a franchise, we would do them all. Although we're not going to like do all the Marvel ones at once. We'll do them individually. But we've got X-Men 1 and 2 plus Days of Future because Past. Because they're so the only ones that matter. They're the only ones that matter. So we're skipping yeah. Egg Last Hand and whatever the other ones are. So, all right, that's cool. I'm happy with that. All X-Men right. 1. Yeah. Isn't your boyfriend in that? Yeah. <laughs> He's my boyfriend too. <laughs> He's our boyfriend. Yeah. Our mate Hugh. Yeah. I like. I look forward to that one. It's going to be a little better than... Police Academy oh, it's going to be better than Police Academy Such 7. Such a turnaround. I know. All right. All right, Eddie's, uh, anything you wanted to add? Well, I was going to ask, what do you think was the best Police Academy movie? Oh, the best one. I would, uh, two. I think number two was the best. I think Bobcat in that film, uh, his scenes are just hilarious. And uh, I absolutely, yeah, definitely number two. I actually really like three. Oh, really? For the same reason, but it's because it's him and the girlfriend. Oh, that was four. Is that four? That was four. Oh, okay. I'm okay, four. now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you like the ninjas too, do you? <laughs> <laughs> they were a funny addition. <laughs> ninjas. <laughs> the ninjas escaped, sir. <laughs> what? See, at least that kind of ridiculous was funny. Yeah. It, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was. So. God. All right. I, I I don't want to think about this movie ever again, Eddie. Goodbye, Police Academy 7. Goodbye, Police Academy series. It was good to rewatch you again. Maybe we'll come back. Oh, hang on. I forgot watch. to mention. Do, do you know the reason behind the name Mission to Moscow? Uh, I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. it was a movie from the, I think it was in the 50s. I did see that. Yeah, there was yeah. a movie called Mission to Moscow. Mission to Moscow, yeah. And it was about an ambassador oh, going there to, right. I just to thought... try to um, infiltrate and bring back secrets. Okay. Now, that sounds like an interesting <laughs> film. Does it have egg pong in it? <laughs> I don't think so. You promised you wouldn't mention oh, the egg pong. Shit. Sorry. Jared. All right. Uh, no, we're wrapping it up now. Come on. <laughs> Well, I hope you've enjoyed listening to us tonight. We are Nerd Subculture. My name is Jared. And I'm Edwina. And if you like what to hear and want to find us on the internet, what do you do, Eddie? Well, you can find us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. There is a Facebook group and you can email us at nerdsubculture at gmail.com. And if you want to help out the podcast, please follow the link tree on the socials to our merch store. Yes, yeah, so like, share, subscribe. 
and all those other great things. So until next time, take care. Bye. Bye.